The South Dakota Stories, Volume 5. South Dakota seemed like the perfect place to unplug, but I ended up connecting to the world around me, a world where each sunset was painted, where I felt adventure's pulse with every step, and where cold water trickling, pine swaying, and grunting bison became my favorite soundtracks. I just wish I didn't have to leave. There's so much South Dakota, so little time. You're listening to Tox Machina on the Critical Role Podcast Network. Tox Machina airs live at twitch.tv slash critical role on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Pacific, and it's also uploaded to youtube.com slash critical role on Thursday mornings. If you like our podcast, please rate and review it on iTunes, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Without further ado, here's this week's episode of Tox Machina. Are we on the internet? I mean, you are. Oh, well, you are now, too. Hey! Hey! Back to me, please. Thank you. <laughs> Tonight, Gustav gets a walk. The Mighty Nine gain even more furry members. Furry members. <laughs> <laughs> and the gang arrives in Jester's hometown. Ooh. We have Sam. We have Liam. Ooh. We have legs. <laughs> Legs All that days. and more tonight <laughs> on Tox Machina. Hit it, Chief. No, we're not. Yeah. No. We're on the internet now. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow. That's what that red light means. You can't fool me. Guys, we have some announcements to get through tonight. We sure do. Stop fucking around. <clears throat> Reminder, we have a special one shot this Thursday, August 30th. Liam, that's you hosting it. Tell us all about it. Way to throw. Oh, there I am. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we were <werewolf>. so meta <laughs> tonight, just from the start. Werewolf one shot in two days. Uh, I am busy uh, at home, uh, pretending like I know what I'm doing, getting yep. the story ready. Uh, hey. What, what made you choose werewolves for this one? Um, well, I know that Travis has been wanting it for a long time, so it's a little bit of a gifty to him oh. and an idea I had. And uh, it's called the, the Song of the Lorelei. Whoa. The Song of the Lorelei. There. It's a musical. Yep. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Welcome to Lorelei. I'm a wolf. Welcome to <laughs> You are, are seven times brighter than the sun right now. You are red and white. I just went on a run. <clears throat> I, I ran four miles. You'd be proud. It's like half of what you do in, in one sitting. It's but. true. Could we get him a blue anything so he could be the American flag? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Wow, <laughs> a gift that I'll never be able to unsee. <laughs> yeah, just can we just since we're on Twitch, let's just be careful about. I don't want a basic instinct situation to happen here. You know what I mean? Oh. Okay. <laughs> there is something about this outfit. You are um, you are begging well, for a nut shot. <laughs> um, let me get these announcements out before we cut the feed. 
because I have a feeling Rachel's going to come in and blow dart somebody any second. Why is this episode of Talks only on Brian the entire time? <laughs> yeah. Well, so Sam, tell us about. Yeah, I. Uh, I... Guys, breaking news though. No talks mocking the next Tuesday discussing Liam's one shot. Mm. I know, but we will be back the following week of the 11th to discuss episode 33 of Critical Role. 33. Next Tuesday, instead of doing a talks for the one shot as much as I would love to, uh, we're filming something very special. Something fun? Something fun for the new channels. You are? Yeah. Oh God. What? Well, I mean, you already have this show. Yeah? I mean, that feels like enough. Do you know what it is, though? It counts as community service. <laughs> so I am doubling up on the hours. Sure. Are you sure it counts as community service, or is They this... told me it counts as community service. However, you still have 367 years worth of community oh, service you need to make sense. up. That makes so more sense. At this point, I feel like they're just giving you like pity ones. Uh, it's pretty, yeah, pretty much true. I'm, I'm only 22, though. I've got, I've got a long time to work that out. Uh, guys, Handbooker Helper, the new series that we created to help you brush up on your D&D skills, premieres tomorrow. What, is that, wow. This is, this is fucking true, dude. Do you know how new I know? Content? It's written right there. New content tomorrow, 10 a.m. Pacific time at youtube.com slash critical role? Critical role. Nice. Yeah, our first episode focuses on dice basics. Dice basics. Spoilers. We need that. I, yeah, I don't yeah. know. I, I, it, it turns out that until last episode, I didn't even have a, uh, I don't think I had a D10. What? <laughs> I played the whole first 20, 20 something episodes without a D10, I think. You surely didn't play Scanlan without a D10. You were able well, to Scanlan had a D10. Okay. But you swap out dice between characters. No, I just lost them. I don't really care about dice. <laughs> yeah. You know, although lore is having an effect on me. Yeah. I've started to like. I don't know, do a little ritual stuff. I, oh, I also go under the assumption that you have an encyclopedic knowledge of the rules. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally. The math of it all. I yeah. know, I know right. it backwards and forwards, mm. every race, every class. You know, it's like what I read about him on Reddit, which is that he's this like secret genius, uh -huh. you know, that's hiding it's in the very, shell. It's a secret to me. It's hiding, <laughs> he's hiding in the shell of, of uh, the shallow funny guy, you know? But in reality, they think a deep well lies beneath the surface. If only they knew how shallow. <laughs> How shallow that well was. It's more like a, a kiddie pool. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Did you just come from the kiddie pool store in that outfit? <laughs> oh. You look like you look like Lance Mouthstrung. <laughs> you are let me have my glasses back on. Well, I am I am covered so in chlorine and urine. Red. So. <laughs> You're so red. I I really am. <laughs> you gotta stop. Working out an hour before the show, the honey. Is, I, I direct mm. shows all day, and then uh, yeah. my son goes to gymnastics class, and at the, oh my God, are they changing the color timing no, right now so that I look even redder? That's bees. what you look like. Powder can only do so much. I'm covered in bees. <laughs> mm. It tastes like real blueberries. <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, so at my son's gymnastics class, they have a treadmill. And I, what am I going to do? Just sit there and uh, no, fart yeah. around? I got to work out. Yeah, you're not allowed in the bouncy ball pit anymore. <laughs> no. So you got to do something with your time. 
Uh, starting today, we are actually raising money for Sam's favorite charity, which is, as you guys know, the Pavlov Foundation. Uh, they're dedicated towards ending childhood cancer through research funding. <laughs> I can't believe I dude, I'm in the during middle of the pitch for my the own pitch charity. For your own charity <laughs> thing, dude. Unprofessional. That's, start that's, that's how you know you're genuine. We'll, we'll edit this out. Tonight on Talks. No, I'm kidding. Where did you start that far back? Uh, ending uh, cancer through research funding and also uh, improving the lives of children with cancer um, through the arts, which is incredible. Like, yeah. So tell us a little bit about. Yeah, so we're pa we're partnering up with uh, Pob Love, which uh, is like Brian said, is trying to end childhood cancer. Um, and we've partnered up with Blair Herder, who's mm -hmm. a friend of, of many of us and also a board member of the team at Pavlov. And he's gonna do a big 600 mile bike, bike ride um, from San Francisco to Los Angeles to raise money. And he hopes when, uh, when they land at headquarters in Los Angeles that they'll have a check for a million bucks. Whoa, but yeah. uh, we as critters are trying to raise as much money for, uh, for him and his brother who are doing this ride together as possible. We've already hit the first benchmark, which was twenty thousand dollars. That is amazing. It's today crazy. went up. It went up live today. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Insane. You guys are in incredible. The critter, <clears throat> critter community is is amazing. So I think we're at like twenty four, twenty five thousand dollars already. Wow. So then, uh, so that means that we will be doing. Uh, the first achievement, which is I will be running a one-shot of Crash Pandas uh, yes. in a few weeks. Uh, details to be announced. And now I have to learn how to do that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it then, seems pretty straightforward. I think so. Yeah. I think so. Um, and then I, uh, the next goal is to possibly raise up to $50,000. And if we do that, we will have enough money to fully fund a grant that will go to a scientist who will do cutting-edge research and hopefully end and cancer. That's crazy. Or, you know, or yeah. or make make headway toward that goal. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but it's a, it's a fabulous organization, and we've already done amazing uh, support of it, and and you guys should continue to donate and go click now. Oh my gosh! Already wow. over twenty k in a day. Is, yeah, it's that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Thank you. You guys are so generous. Every time something like this comes up, everybody it's, it's really is. Weird. It's it's really it's yeah. Really weird. They're I know. All like really nice people. I know. <laughs> Why do they like us? I don't know. <laughs> Goodness. Do, they, do you think they know they, that no, we're they, our shitheads? No. They couldn't know that. They no, wouldn't. Dude. They wouldn't. No, they don't. Know. I mean, they don't not know. in that outfit. We shouldn't tell them. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's actually more info at critroll.com if you guys want to check it out. And you can donate uh, right now at give.classy.org slash teamherder. That's awesome. I'm excited. I'm excited for the one shot. I'm excited that probably the 50K thing will happen. That'll be amazing. Yeah. Yes. Thank you guys for your generosity. Without further ado, <clears throat> let us discuss episode 32 of Critical Role Campaign 2. Beyond the Boundaries. <laughs> that was good. Uh, as always, we have some crit roll stats for episode 32 from our friends at Crit Roll Stats. Not has explicitly disguised herself 12 times since the campaign started. Okay. Successfully. Nice. Hmm. More times than you've successfully dressed yourself since this show started. That's true. 
Uh, Caleb's currently most cast spells, starting with the most. Alarm? Yeah. What do you think the next one is? Uh, it is um, I'm gonna, identify. I'm gonna, I was going to say identify. Ritual identify cast. is third. Firebolt is Firebolt. second. Ooh. Yeah, Firebolt. That's a goodie. The party has spent 55 of their 81 days together on the road. On the road. 55 wow. of the 81 days. Wow. Mm. Road weary. Start talking to Willie Nelson about getting that song. Mm. That will be not cheap. <laughs> uh, Gustav's sentence in Trostenwald lasted 77 days. He averaged about seven gold, eight copper per day of work. Oh, that's pretty that's good. Pretty actually. good. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Must Gustav. Making really good license plates. Probably. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. yep. For all those carriages. <laughs> yeah, each one has a distinct seven-digit. Is so that about? Would like hide like swear words in them, or like or abbreviations that meant naughty things sure, in his sure. license plates. Yeah. How much, what was that, that number again? How much uh, gold? Seven gold. Seven, seven gold. gold, eight copper per day of work. Is that about about how much you do? Here? No, um, for the community service. Oh. Like, I know you don't get it, but yeah. does that go to the state? That I think a, a lot of it goes to the different probation services, and there's... Also the damage to, to the damage that you caused? Yeah. Yeah, to, to rebuild. Some, some would not say it in the past tense, but yeah. Mm. <laughs> uh, Sam, our first question tonight is for you. As it should be. <laughs> Liam, our first question... <laughs> no, I'll, I'll, I'll ask Sam, it's fine. Tabaxi took my girl. Good, good name, good name. And sorry. <laughs> Sam, after almost getting arrested over a prank, how is not feeling about pulling more stunts with Jester? Uh, I mean, I think not uh, is always freaked out to do anything, but is, uh, is starting to loosen up a bit and trust that, uh, at least up until this last episode, uh, trust that her friends could get her out of most, most scenarios. Um, but now, uh, with with that one, that one was cocked. So yeah. maybe she'll be a little bit more hesitant in the future, or maybe not just her and Jester. Maybe she'll take somebody, one of the responsible ones, like Ford or Caleb, along with them. So you have someone that could step in and say yeah, it's going too a chaperone, far. Chaperone, if you will. Yeah, yeah. That was that was touch and go. Jester kind of kind of blew it. Yeah, you should bring someone sharp and level-headed in case you need to go to like a hospital or. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Not a bad idea. I got you, boo. Uh, Liam, mm -hmm. Kawaii Spinal Kawaii. asks. Uh, Caleb shares many similarities to the protagonist in the Dark Tower books, a series you and I are very, very fond of. Mostly in that his clear love for his friends does not override his need to reach his goal. Is this an intentional inspiration or just coincidence? It's a coincidence, but I love, love that question. Yeah. I love that. Um, boy, how many days have they been traveling? What they've Carl been traveling 55 of the 81 days that they've known each other. Yeah, I guess they're starting to be new friends to him. But the, but the, but the, but Kawaii Spinal, Spinel, Spinel. is kind of on the money. Um, like Caleb wants to do really specific things, and he is not done with that. Uh, but they're potentially harmful, and uh, I think that 
before he started traveling with, with these people, he thought like, well, the, the main thing is getting them to tr trust me mm. and be able to form a working relationship. But maybe a bigger problem now that that's kind of been, uh, been carried out is, does their friendship become a, a problem? Like, do I want to get close to you if I know that potentially I got to walk away from you at a bad moment or, um, mm. you know, just like Roland, yeah. what they're talking about. Um, yeah. I don't know, I, oh man, I love those books. Um, you should go read the books, everybody. Yeah. There's a lot of them, but they're so good. Yeah, I yeah. want to go back and start yeah. over. There's what, like seven. Five? Seven? There's seven. Seven, yeah. yeah. Well, there's eight because there's a prequel book that came yeah. out. Yeah. There, I actually, you know, there's one element of Caleb that is that that I, I think I took inspiration from from the Dark Towers that I can't even really talk about yet. Um, oh, we, well, once you get to that point with the character, you yeah, must yeah, yeah, talk yeah, about yeah, it on yeah. the show with me. Yeah. And we'll nerd out. Yeah, and I and I don't know what I don't know what. Again, I've said this before. I don't know what uh, what the end result for Caleb is, and I don't know if he like veers off of those things that he wants to do. It doesn't feel like that now, but. Or if he goes through with it, and then you know it becomes painful. Like if you really start to care for the people you're with, but are willing to sacrifice that for what you're after, that's that sucks. That's a moral dilemma. Yeah, that's a that's a pickle. Yeah, it's fun to watch. It's fun to watch you struggle with that, and it's also fun that that you've like stayed on your path and not not broken yet. Like I've set you up a couple times where you could have been like, yeah, yeah, I love these guys. And you're like, nope, nope, I like it. Is there a point though, I wonder, where he crosses that line? To to where he says, yeah, I, these are, this is my family? Yeah. Maybe, I don't know. They gotta earn it. I, don't I mean, know. we gotta earn it. Yeah, but most of them are just really shitty people, uh, yeah, most so it's of them hard are. to, yeah. Um, and, and again, I, I, I think there's what, for, for all characters, but especially for Caleb, there's what he's got in the forefront of his mind, what he, what he tells himself is the deal, mm. and what's really the deal. Um, so I feel like he's got two narratives, one above the surface, uh, above the surface and one under it at all times. Um, and then the one that he presents to them on his actual face with his dumb words. Yeah. Uh, yeah, wow. I, I'm enjoying not knowing where the hell it's going. Yeah. That's cool. But you have some plans, but you enjoy the fact that the story Caleb is... Caleb has a plan and has ideas for what he could do if he could do it, but what, you know, I had plans for Vax, too, and the universe didn't give a shit. Yeah. So... That's D&D. Yeah, that's D&D. Yeah. Sam. Yes, sir. Krista Miller asks, why did not give 1,000 gold of her own money to bail out Gustav? Was it to honor Molly or because of what Caduceus said about him having other debts to pay outside of jail? Uh, I think it's probably neither of those. It's, um, I mean, not, uh, doesn't really much care about Gustav. <laughs> um, it's, uh, but, also, not does not give a shit about money. Yeah, <laughs> it's a means to an end feeling, for yeah. her. Um, uh, and she she values money because uh, it gives a little security. So she wants to have enough money to be secure that she doesn't need to rob to eat. Yeah, um, and she wants to have enough money to give to Caleb mm. whenever he would need it. 
so she'll never run out completely because she needs to keep a little in reserve for that. Yeah. Um, but other than that, it's not shiny. I mean, it is shiny, but the the other stuff is way cooler. The yeah. way the like little buttons and stuff are way more interesting. Wow. So, um, and just for me as like a player, I I didn't really want to I didn't want to care about money at yeah. all this this campaign. Mm -hmm. So. Um, so it's 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 really nice in Dungeons and Dragons to like not care about money. Yeah, it makes decisions way easier. Yeah, and, yeah, and more yeah. fun. So, um, so it was less about Gustav and more and more about just her saying seeing that this is something that the group wanted to do, and she was like, "Yeah, sure, great. I, I got a I got a thousand to spare. Yeah, no big. Wow." I think Laura is finally getting to a point too. Like she still has those sort of phantom limb moments where she's like, "I got how much money," but, but that's fading, mm -hmm. and she's no longer the monopoly banker yeah. that she yeah. was last time. She's still. Didn't she say something though about like, do we need a treasure or whatever last week or the week before? I don't remember. Yeah, yeah it, it well, will she never kept, die. She kept some party funds. So yeah. far, we've been distributing everything around the group like pretty evenly as soon as we get it. But this, these 500 gems, she's holding on to. So that's like our first, I think, party funds. Wow. Um, which I don't know if I like. <laughs> <laughs> you got to say something then. Everybody gets an emerald. Everybody yeah. gets a ruby. <laughs> you got to you got to speak up. You know, find some real manipulative way to. Sure. Share that you're not or happy just with it. Steal it from her while she's asleep. There you go. That's a good idea. Uh, for both of you, click this URL. Says, do either of you regret not asking Gustav more questions about his past with Molly? A little bit. I mean, he mentioned something about like when we found him two years ago. He was, he didn't know who he was and stuff. And I think somebody said like, where did you find him? And then it all got a little hazy, mm. I think. But yeah, it would be nice to know. Like, there's a cool backstory there that we never got into with Molly. And but is that a Sam thing or a not thing? I think it's a little of both. I mean, when someone says like, "I didn't know who I was two years ago," okay, let's go have breakfast. Like, don't you want to say, "Wait, wait, wait, what was that first thing you said?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> Liam wanted to know more, but I don't think Caleb didn't matter to Caleb at all. No, no. I, I, I mean, I think Caleb very much uh, admired him and his talent and l liked having him as part of their group and knowing him, but especially since he talked about, I don't know who the hell I was in the past, well, that doesn't matter, and he talked about not caring about the past, mm -hmm. so Caleb just said, all right, I'll take you at face value and I'll just focus on this, and they haven't known each other that long, mm -hmm. and we've got nothing more to do with Gustav that we know of. So, no, well, I think. Well, you're also playing a character whose past is something that he probably wants to forget and move on from and, or, or revisit and uh, fix or something <clears throat> like that. Where, and so you, you, Caleb may have looked at Molly with a little bit of a jealousy, like, I wish I didn't have to remember my past. Yeah, almost. It wasn't jealousy, it was just like, that's your truth and I don't understand it. It has nothing to do with me. Uh, my experience is the 100% dead opposite of that, mm -hmm. so that seems crazy and fake, but interesting. Mm. Wow, that's cool. Mm. Yeah, I like all the. Yeah. How how much time do you guys think you spend a week thinking about these characters and this story and what's going on? Because when you guys get, you guys do a really good job of remembering kind of where everything left off. I mean, playing every week that helps versus like every couple of months or something, but. You're juggling a lot of stuff. Do you think about it a lot throughout the week? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, it kind of gnaws away at you. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Yeah, it's true. and it didn't true. used to be like that for for me. Like when we even even probably when we first started streaming, I was like, yeah, it's fun. But then over time, it's like, it's just it's always like in the back of your mind. I, with Matt, it must be insane. Yeah. Oh yeah. But um, yeah. But yeah, like in, in driving home or whatever, I'll just be like, huh, I wonder what's up with. With Bo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, What's yeah. her deal? Why did she say that thing last week or, or whatever? Yeah, yeah. But I think that's the case for probably a lot of the people watching the show, too. Like, yeah. it's so, like, these episodes are so long and you get to know these characters so well, but also not. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's like, you're always like wondering what else is yeah. there? What did you miss? What did you. Hear that that is is important, or what did you hear that's not important? And yeah, it's like knowing somebody, but they're not real. <laughs> it's, it's a second set of memories for sure. Yeah, it is right. For it's sure. its own. It's its own story. And we, and it really yeah. because of the sheer amount of time we do it. Like, uh, I feel like we really kind of sit in their skins. Mm -hmm. And it's it's not like when we played our home game. It was every six weeks, but it's every week. It's yeah. four or five hours. And mm -hmm. I think about this shit. All the time, to the detriment of my bills and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I spend 10% of my week thinking about Vax still, too. Yeah. So like, the <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, that's a, that's a problem. Oh. It's not a problem. It's a problem. I don't want to be cured. There goes Danny. There goes Danny and all my Tumblr babies for the week. That Back sentence right there. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's your fault, Liam. Um, for both of you from Screaming Nerd. After the Caduceus Gustav conversation, are Caleb and not worried about or afraid of Caduceus seeing through their facades to the point of learning backstory stuff like he kind of did with Gustav? Oh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because he sort of had like a, a weird sixth sense about that. There was a whisper involved too, right? <clears throat> yeah, but yeah. non Caleb didn't see that. I think no. Caleb just thinks that maybe he's a little high mm. and a little weird. And that we need a little more time to see if that's actually a thing or if he's just, you know. I mean, that's just his opinion, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Some new information has come to light. I think Knott's probably a, was a little taken aback by that. And yeah. Thinks that there's some ma some magic involved, you know. But she has she she believes that magic can do most most anything. So yeah. that's that's probably what it what yeah. she chalks it up to. Well, we're gonna get to some more questions, but first, free shit. Free shit? Whoa. Yeah. Prizes. Just really inexpensive. Correct. Oh, yeah. okay. We even pay for the shipping. Oh, that's nice. That's neat, right? Do you pay for the shipping? I don't I'm pay, I'm not allowed any plastic or paper, none of it. I, mm. I have a thumbprint that I use to get cash out of a phone booth and mm. torrents. When I first met Brian, he was only allowed to wear paper. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that would be so much funnier if it wasn't true. <laughs> uh, our first giveaway tonight is honoring your epic gift-making skills. It's time for GIF of the Week. GIF of the Our winner for episode 32 of Campaign 2 was sent in by Sarah Jones, a.k.a. at that Sarah Jones. Let's take a look. Is it? How much money was it? <laughs> Four hundred gold. Yeah. How? How much is that? Oh! 
That's D for life. Super. Scheiße! I thought I was crazy. Just thought of a cuckoo also. Maybe it's a cleric thing. You captured my essence. I got it. I will ask the tall pink one next time if I need parchment. <laughs> That's pretty genius. Uh, and, and that was the audio that was on the gift, yeah. too, which is mm. awesome. That was the actual audio. Uh, congrats to you, Sarah. You have won these Fox Machina and Mighty Nine pins. Ooh. These are glorious. They're so handsome. They My are. man Steve looking it up with the close ups. Oh, did you see the shine of light on that? Like it's Iron Man's head? Sing! Ooh, those Whoa. are nice. Yeah. No, kiss. Yeah. Oh, are they are they humping? <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. Isn't that what they're for? Yep. <laughs> uh, we've done worse <laughs> things to wormwood. Ah, <laughs> oh, stop it! All right, all right, all right, all right. I'm dead. Right, right. I'm dead. That was <laughs> uh, <laughs> Remember, you can submit. To Wait. our weekly contest. Where's the thing? I think he's asleep. Submit. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, Good point. It's almost 7.30. Chief's usually going to bed about this time, so. Uh, Sam, Mazla94 asks, how do you feel about Ford not shipping in for Gustav? Uh, hey, man, that's cool. I mean, Ford just was, was in a pretty rough sitch, and uh, I don't even know how much gold Ford has. It sounds uh, like from the answer you gave earlier, and we were talking about money that, yeah, not that wouldn't really be upset yeah. if he didn't because she didn't really, she wasn't attached to the money that she threw in. Yeah, yeah. I there was like, I think at some point Bo like repaid uh, Caduceus and for part of it and was like, hey, I'll chip in or whatever. And she didn't, she didn't do the same for not. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't think not gives a shit. She, she's, she's not in it for the. For the Benjamins. We're yeah. also not like the Knights of the Round Table yet. I mean, we're still like a loose association of Yeah, of it wasn't goons. long ago that Not and Caleb were were essentially just flat out saying like, okay, when everyone goes to sleep, we'll just steal all their yeah. shit and leave. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. 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 Ford held a sword to Caleb's throat <laughs> several yeah. weeks ago. Hey, yeah. Chief. Oh. What? Go back to that two shot. The a, question oh. box was acting as a sensor box oh, for that part, and I don't know, Chief. We might have to improvise something down. Oh. What? Back to me, please. Back to me. Back to me. <laughs> Liam, oh God, save us from Sam's dingleberries <laughs> with an answer to this question from Becky Fall. Caleb has gone into a state after killing someone with fire quite a few times now. Mm-hmm. How is he emotionally dealing with the fact that this keeps happening? How does he feel about how Bo is continually the one who brings him back? Uh, so those are two questions, right? Yeah. Um, I think that, um, are you doing penis jokes over there? No, I'm not, I'm just listening. Are you thinking about him? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've got one plan. <laughs> Um, I, I, Caleb feels like he needs to uh, work through it, because mm. um, fire's not going anywhere. A lot of people on social ask me, "Why do you keep using it?" And uh, uh, maybe something that will come out eventually is the reason why fire is like his first, and he has a, a real infinity affinity for it. 
now, so he could, I mean, just from a gameplay story uh, angle on this question, like, I wouldn't have set up that kind of a difficulty and then said, Caleb always uses lightning, and then we never even focus on the problem. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Um, but there, there, is, there is a reason. Um, he has an affinity for it, and uh, as he's getting stronger, some spells he's finding, some spells he's he's purchasing, but the fire is just natural progression. Uh, the fireball is something that Caleb got just from le leveling up, and I, I just take that to be him further understanding what he can already do and, and magnifying it. Mm. Um, and it is it, it obviously is still fucking him up, and it probably will at the end of the game. But from his point of view, at least in this moment, it's that it's the strongest weapon in his arsenal uh, for facing people he may have to face, and it doesn't make sense to hide it away. He needs to master the, the, the misery or the pain or whatever you want to call it so that he's ready to deal with facing uh, his ex-teacher someday or, or, or other people. Yeah. So anyway, wow. that's why. Oh, and the other question was, the second half of it was... Um, yeah, how does he feel about Oboe's continually the one who brings him back? Oh, he likes that. Um, he likes that. So do I. Um, so does Danny. <laughs> it's really sweet. Yeah, it's it's a, like a flawed friendship, and it's not affectionate the way Caleb and Nod is, but that's okay. And I think uh, part of the reason why he felt like he should and it and it f fell apart on him, but the part, the instinct to to bet big and tell her everything came from a sense of sort of shared, not identical, but shared interest. Yeah. Um, and and shared point of view. So they're still very different, but there's a lot in common there. And yeah. uh, it things that Bo does is kind of, even though she busts his balls for things constantly, which I love, Liam loves. It's reaffirming his his choice to take a chance with her. Yeah, wow. At I the, don't think about any of this stuff much, though. Yeah, <laughs> I could tell. No. I could tell. At the Gen Con panel, um, I don't think this part made it to the video that Daspeth put up, but somebody asked you if there was a song. What real life song would represent? What would Caleb's song be? Caleb, Caleb's song be. And right. before you could answer, I said, we didn't start the fire. It's not okay. I got is, booed so hard. It was no, great. No, it's good I because those I beers. just had a flat line sound going in my head. Yeah, like, no that was answer a, coming. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, I, I looked at you and I saw the look in your eye of like, I never, I never think this, but if Foster has a terrible joke right now, uh -huh. that would be great because I don't I, know how to answer this. I love your terrible jokes. Oh, They're terrible. They're great. Really? No. Sam, cacophonous kazoo. Woo! That's a good one. Yeah. Not started the campaign as a coward who had to work up a drunken stupor before combat. Is she cognizant of how much more proficient she is now, and is that helping her courage at all? Uh, yes, yes. She's definitely aware that she's been more, more and more powerful in battle. And uh, and as a result, I think you uh, she's been drinking less in in uh, in in battle situations. She's still skittish and, and gets nervous about stuff. But I think they've escaped and uh, survived and, and succeeded in enough fights now that she's like she's uh, becoming a little bit more uh, brave, yeah, if you will. Mm. 
Um, still not 100%, and she still knows she's small and uh, a target um, and doesn't have, you know, as much magic to rely on and stuff like that. Is, but is not, I have a follow-up question to yeah, Cacophonous yeah. Kazoo's question. Sure. Is not aware of how hi, um, highly gifted she is. No. Ah, uh, no. She knows that she's, hmm, tricky, tricky. Yeah. Tricky. Uh, she is aware that she can do things better than other folks in the group, but she probably would not think that those things are the most spectacular. They're they're like cool tricks, like you know, she uh, look, I'm double, I'm double jointed or whatever. But it's not like you know. <laughs> yeah. She sees all these other people with amazing powers and stuff, and she just thinks like, oh, I'm really fast. Mm. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, she's aware that she's she's gifted in some areas. That's another slice of what I love about Caleb and not. I mean, there's many things that I love about it. I, I love that we're setting ourselves up just for heartbreak later. But um, true, how they're true. two like different kinds of gifted weirdos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Just like us, except for the gifted part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some would argue. Uh, Liam, hmm? Krista Miller asks. She already asked one. <clears throat> She had two really she good two questions. Really good There's questions, not man. even a pun in that name, though. I mean, I guess. Yeah. Go, go ahead. <laughs> She's the best. Stop being mean to Chris. The only thing we're let down by is <laughs> her name, not her questions. Uh, what were Caleb's thoughts on the Etten encounter and how Caduceus dealt with it? The calm emotions fear combo was clutch. Yeah, uh, I think Caleb uh, was impressed by that and thought that's a great idea, how he went relaxed and groovy and just sort of veered them off. Uh, my version of that is the night terrors, and that's what I can contribute. But it definitely bounced off of, like I wouldn't have thought to, I, if, if Caduceus hadn't done that, I don't think Caleb would have snapped too. Do you yeah. need to candle wax your junk or something? No, What's fine. Yeah. yeah, everything's He was asking for some candle wax to put on his nipples, and I'm like, that's not a real candle. Are your nipples still as sharp as they were five minutes before the show? My nipples. Let me see. Our uh, razor sharp. The camera. <laughs> They're like big old pepperonis. Oh wow. Um, oh wow. Sam. I'm gonna do that tra thing Travis does. Please don't. Nope. Yeah, that's not <laughs> it. Go back to Sam. That's not what he does. You need to go do a heist because you could cut do some again. glass right now. Do it again. Oh, that's there's not a, how it there's works. A, there's a new secret message on screen. Yeah, you look exactly like Terry Crews. <laughs> Just the shack shimmy. That's not what Travis does. I'm begging wow, you. Wow, dude. You look like. <laughs> oh. Trinket finally has a use. <laughs> Stop it. Y'all. Stop this incestuous madness. Sam. Yes. Men in black device flash us with an answer to this question. What? You know the little device that helps erase yes. your memories? Oh, yeah. So erase the trinket ball sack oh, okay, that we gotcha. just saw. Uh, Max, can we get on a trinket ball sack emote for the uh, new Twitch channel, please? Um, BJJ2015 asks, Sam, not as incredibly intelligent, but she doesn't lose her less tame nature or impulsivity. What made you want to play her with those specific quirks despite her intelligence? Do you find those quirks and flaws make it more difficult for you to accomplish the things you want, especially in social encounters? This is six questions. Does that ever frustrate you or do you embrace the challenge? 
Um, just just go beat by beat there. Answer. I prefer. Where, where, where's Krista when you need her? <laughs> yeah, now now we don't hate Krista. Sprawling back to Krista. Yeah. No, that's a great question. Um, uh, you know, I've actually thought about this as we, we think about these things all the time. Uh, so uh, going in reverse order, uh, I embrace the challenge. I, I, I love, uh, I've said it on this show many times, I love just finding weird things about characters that are hard to deal with and uh, then try to deal with them. But um, part of the thing, like I don't know nothing about goblins. Um, and so I've told this to Matt in the past, something that I just decided about goblins, which I don't know if it's true. Um, you know, they have short uh, lifespans and they also, uh, they, I, at least of every depiction that I've seen, they're like super brutal and they just attack and they're mean and they're, uh, they, they, they get hungry and you know, all this stuff. So I just thought, um, maybe go maybe goblins are just like um, un unrestrained, like is it not id id, id? id? yeah, yeah id like is the basement yeah yeah super it's ego just is like, the attic like everything is just a little heightened like uh, I want that or uh, or I'm hungry That's or what I love about not because she is so highly gifted but she's only had nine or ten ish whatever it yeah. is years to yeah. let that percolate from being like a to now, yeah. Yeah. but she's so small. Like if she, if got, if not, could be allowed to magically or somehow live to be a hundred, she would be the you know, like so scary. Yeah. But she's only nine years old. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's that's where that comes from. Just like trying to figure out like what's a goblin like? Why are they like that? Right. Um, and so you see it in different different. Uh, 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 Circumstances, you know, she really loves booze, and she really loves collecting things. And she really hates water, and you know, like yeah. it's it's just all pushed yeah. to the max, yeah. sort of a thing. Yeah. Like Howard Hughes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is she peeing yeah. jars? She, yeah, she's working on a mason jar, giant jars. wooden airplane. Yeah. yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, for both of you, from Blink leaders, uh, how does it feel for Not and Caleb to come into Allfield and be welcomed by the whole town? Strange, yeah. Strange. Another new thing that Caleb has, is concerned about is their their amplified visibility, which they're going somewhere where it's not, which is good. But in Allfield and and everywhere in the Empire now, like they're they've got to have a little bit of a reputation. And being you know in a stadium, or having people go, yes, you're you're the heroes that we heard about. Is not sitting well with him. Yeah, um, I, I think he's going to want the group to try to like thread that needle and, and stay with with people like the gentleman and criminal under, uh, element maybe because there's less you know there's less fanfare and being given keeps by the head of the city that kind yeah. of thing. That'd be bad. Yeah, I think not uh, like Caleb is a little hesitant to be in the spotlight. However. Uh, has started to realize, like, hey, if everyone's cheering us, that means they're not uh, pointing at at me and and throwing rocks. So that's good. Does she does she fear what would happen if the mask came off in front of an adoring crowd? Oh yeah, crowd? sure, sure. There's always that in the back of her mind. But so far, you know, surrounded by bigger folks, she can kind of get away with it. Yeah. Oh, something different. What Caleb thinks. <laughs> <laughs> One and the same. I like how much you guys have thought through all this stuff. 
it's, well, it's, it's so early in the campaign and it tells me there's so much more room for everyone to grow. I mean, right. the writers are really good. Oh, God. They're really we're, good. Well, we're paying them more this season. We're paying them. Paying them. Yeah. We're actually paying them this season. <laughs> paying them more is still true. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's more than a donut. Um, let's give away some more epically free shit, shall free we? Shit. Epically free. Our, ne- <laughs> our next giveaway is for Fan Art of the Week. It's Fan Art of the Week. Fan Art of the Week. Oh my god, it's me! Was that you? Of course. You get your own. I'm Art Dad. Don't you know? Okay, okay, that's You're in the opening titles, and that's it, buddy. Uh, This week's fan art winner for episode 32 was sent in by the Arting Ace, aka at Kate underscore W underscore Candy. Let's take a look. Yeah, that one's so sweet. I love it. That turned out really good. Kate does great work. Wow, that's uh, really cool. Mm-hmm. He looks oh, so dapper. Yeah, nice what, straw what a dapper hat. hippie. Yeah. Yep. He looks like he has uh, a, a house in the valley where he has chickens uh-huh. and bees. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of death memorabilia. Huh? And, so um, he hasn't been eating the same things as he's been eating lately. Is he going to lose the pink? Like it's a, it's like a flamingo who eats a. Sp- I hear once you go pink. What's the I, rest of it, Dan? I, I, I hear, I'm ignoring that. Uh, I assume <laughs> that he like brought it with him. He like brought lichen with him and he's just like slowly eating it. Like Probably. it's just enough to keep the pink. Shut up. I just want him to continue having pink hair. Probably. <laughs> well, everyone wants matters. him to keep having pink hair, but I also kind of want, I, I wouldn't mind if he went without lichen for a while, then started back up again. So then there's like this this white layer that grows up and through, yep. and we can oh, yeah, see the yeah. progress wow. of that. Or that would be interesting. What y'all need to do is y'all need to just find him lichen and be like, here you go, buddy. <laughs> as much as you want. I'll just, I'll just <laughs> shave his head. Oh no. Yeah. Oh no. I love the Danny Cam. I love yep. that it's uh, running on ba- batteries. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see the, go back to Danny Camp, Chief. Do you see the record? The, re, the, the record thing is a D20. Sure, I saw that. Yeah, okay. But I mean, we've Sweet. got power cords all over the studio. We can't. Uh... There's only so many cube tops to sure, go around. Sure. Nope. Nope. Um, thanks to everyone who submitted fan, for Fan Art of the Week. Congrats to you, the Arting Ace. You have won this Wormwood Cherry Dice Tower system. Okay, oh, yes. so this is crazy because. You get the dice tower, and That's this a has. Dice tower. Wait, this what? This is featuring the epic Cortrium cartography by Devin Rue. Right, that's the California coast there. Wow, that's, Napa. Yeah, you can see. Sonoma. This is mm. even crazier in person. You guys, it's hard to tell. Catalina so you get Island. that. You get Wait, your dice vault. Wow, this is a good haul. These are week. epic. Really cool. And you get the tray with the Look flame that. strap. Yeah, that leather strap is pretty great. What are you laughing at? You can do a lot with a leather Max strap. Max is laughing because yeah. my... Oh, it's a flame strap? Yeah, look at that. Ah. Ooh, yeah. that would be so good on a butt. Mm-hmm. Like slapping it on a butt right. would give a nice like flame impression. Wow. <laughs> We'll give it a shot later. <laughs> if you really well, want to give some flair to your autoerotic asphyxiation. <laughs> Are you laughing about this? Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Um, that Devin Rue piece is available on Wormwood's Kickstarter right now, so check it out at wormwoodgaming.com. And remember, you can enter our weekly contest by emailing your GIF or fan art to submit at toxmachia.com. Rules for our contest are available at 
CritRoll.com. Can you control the submit? Are you controlling the submit? No. No. Submit. <laughs> oh, you did. It's someone it's else you. controlling it. Someone with brothers? <laughs> it's not you. It's not me. It is our Lord Chief. Is it side by Sam? Because every it's time Chief. it comes up, it seems like you're pressing something. Is Chief side by Sam? <laughs> That's a good question. Oh. Who's oh, side yeah. by Sam? Is it Chief? Side by Sam is a person. <laughs> oh! Submit. <laughs> <laughs> what, what person is it? I, I, he or she does not want Really? His or her identity to be. But you know. No know or known. <laughs> Do but you know? know? I, mean, in theory, I know who it is. There's not someone Liam out there just taking Has met side by Sam. I have. <gasps> so has Talison. So has Marisha. Really? Yes. Yep. What? Yes. Okay, so. It's Mercer. <laughs> it's Mercer? Well, he has time in his Dang, week to just yeah, follow me around. He's out there. Just, <laughs> you just sit in okay, on some of your okay, sessions, okay, like a yeah, ride along. Sam, <laughs> Sam run, run, run across the front. Ooh, that was a good one. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God. Uh, Liam. Yeah. Cootie Patra asks Aww. What does Caleb make of his new insights into the dodecahedron? Oh, well, it's a little too perfect. Hmm. Um, it, it, it definitely it, uh, scratches an itch that he has intellectually. Um, it confirms what he believes, which it, is that it has to be possible. If you can slow time, if you can speed time, if you can create flame uh, out of the air through the power of words and uh, chemical substances, it just has to be possible. So the the dodeca the the D twenty the dodecahedron, not not the ecosahedron, the dodecahedron uh, confirms his suspicions and drives him forward. I don't I don't know I don't know if uh, if we would have been plopped the key to everything that Caleb wants at the beginning maybe, but it, it he wonders about uh, the source that this thing is a is a splinter of. Yeah. Um, yeah, I do too. He's also read recently that at the academy that they are working on something, and he wonders if it's one and the same. Since this, the, I'm referring to this prop on the set, like yeah, you it's can't here. See. Put this on your nuts. Sure. Um, to, to hide him. Uh, like they were in, very interested in that. <laughs> his his past feature. <laughs> It is, uh, it is that big, too. <laughs> Stop. Oh, yeah. yeah. Get in. Oh! 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 <laughs> what were we talking about? <laughs> I'm gonna go. So, yes, Caleb is very interested in Sam's gigantic schlong. Oh, God. And, um... My gigantic horizontal schlong. <laughs> yeah. Mm. It's a good thing. It, it's a good thing. Yeah. Time travel is good. It does definitely does not endanger present reality. Nope. I, 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 I ate before this. It's amazing that it, it can hold the weight of my entire leg. Yep. Oh. Wow. Oh. You're excited. Jesus Christ. This guys. is a great commercial. <laughs> this is a great commercial. Talks Machina. What is Tox Machina, Brian? I can't wait. I can't wait till my kids are like, you know, like 12 and 15 to sit them down. Yeah. And look at the archives of this show. <laughs> show them the year that we reclaimed our dignity. I We need to keep recording this show a lot so that there are so many hours of it that my kids go, ugh. 
Tonight is episode 80. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Yeah, what are you doing so. now? I don't know what I'm doing now, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> we have this is to a cry for help. We have to put a stop to this. <laughs> There's no conversation to be had while this is going on. Um, all right, Sam. Yeah. Make it an emotional question. Speaking of the thing between your legs. Yes. Pizza Schnitzel has a question. <laughs> Why does not want to contact Astrid? Is she projecting her wish to see her halfling friend over to Caleb, or is it something different? Projecting her wish to see her halfling friend Oh, projecting her wish to see her halfling yeah, friend to over to Caleb. Then that 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 feller's name was Yezua. Yeza. 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 Easy. <laughs> it was easy. Um, am I? It is not and projecting. Not wants to see Yeezy. Uh, maybe I hadn't thought that much about the su the subconscious reasoning, but on the surface anyway, I think uh, not noticed that Caleb mentioned Astrid before and probably just thinks that uh, it would be nice to have a, a, a young lady in his life um, uh, or, or, or some, a, a peer. You're like every overbearing mom. Yeah, exactly. I called your ex-girlfriend the I other day and I... she and I are getting lunch. Yes. So if it's you fascinating. Yeah. I don't mean Astrid, I mean not. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I, I hear she's the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Ma. So, Ma. I just think oh, you guys went to school together. I mean, you're both probably single. I'm tired of coming over to these dinners, Ma. I'm tired. Yeah. Just see where it leads. You know, the wizard down the street just got married. Uh, so if the, if the wizard down the street were to jump off a bridge, I should do the same thing? I'm just saying, I want you to be happy. Oh my God. Oh my God. Danny, is that what your mom's like? I can picture Danny's mom being like, she's dead. Danny's like totally passed out. Danny's Look at her. She's gone. There's only a mouse over there squeaking away. I love it. No, my mom is not like that. <laughs> you guys killed her. That's what it took. Yep. R.I.P. Danny Cam. Oh, God. I love it so much. Um, Liam. Yes, sir. Rogue 10 has a connected question there. What was going through your mind when Nott was writing the letter to find Astrid? Well, that was all Liam reaction, not Caleb at all. Caleb yeah, was there, has no idea. Yeah. Oh man, well, I mean, I both love it and hate it. I it's fa it's fascinating, and, and as Sam said like 15 minutes ago, like I love we love setting up hard stuff and then dealing with it. So what's the point of the show if we're not dealing with hard stuff? So yeah. Astrid. You've been dealing with hard stuff all night on that couch. <laughs> I mean, semi-hard. Oh, okay. uh, that would be bad, bad stuff, bad news. Yeah. Oh, Astrid. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. No, that's fine. <laughs> you want to see? I mean, you that'd be. See? I, I, I don't know if it's good or bad. It's just, it's, it's complicated. Yeah. I mean, knowing yeah. what I know about your past and what Sam Regal knows about your past. Yeah. Astrid has got to be either super bad guy now. Mm. Super dead, mm. or something else that we don't know about. That's one of the many things that Caleb <laughs> wonders about every night before he falls asleep. Wow. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Yeah. About both his friends, and uh, yeah. Can't wait to see how that plays out. He doesn't know. It's been. It's been 
16 years. Really? Since he saw them last. Whoa. Yep. How old is he again? 33. 33. Okay. 33. He was. So this all happened when he was. He was a teenager. 17. I've written it down. It's 15 or 16. Okay. In oh. the asylum for 11ish years. Yeah. He was a baby. Out on the road on his own for five. Wow. Okay. Here I go again on my own. Here I go again. That's yeah. <laughs> my. You've been practicing your Caleb. It sounds great. It's perfect. Identical. Sam. That's why everyone always confuses us for each other. Yeah, exactly. Sam, help us forget that impression with an answer (laughs) to this question from Cootie Patra again. Not seems to express less worry about Caleb than she used to. Is she more confident in his ability to stay alive in battles? Does she trust the Mighty Nine more to look out for him, or is her level of worry about the same? Her level of worry is more or less the same, except now she sees that there's other people protecting him, and also, um, especially Bo. Bo has really stepped up and been, been, been on the ball uh, to get him out of his funk when he does the fire stuff, or or when he's injured. Um, she's been great, so it's nice to know that like other people are are actively trying to protect protect the young prince. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, but her level of worry is the same, and I think in just some of the most recent battles, Liam O'Brien has been strategically excellent at either being invisible, or staying on the way other side of the room, yeah. or both, or, uh, or hanging back enough so he's been out of danger, and he has taken some hits, for mm. sure, and he is still squishy, but not always has an eye on Caleb, and Sam always has a, an eye on Caleb uh, to make sure that he's not like, oops, right in the middle of the battle. And, yeah. and if he were, then not would be there in a jiffy. Wow. That's what, that's what Vax did, despite Liam's knowing that like flying straight at a dragon's face in this game is dumb, but, that right. I, but I would override common sense yeah. consciously. Because uh, I thought it was in character, but oh, I, that is very Vax. Uh, we talked about that a lot in those early episodes of talks when that there stuff was, was an happening. early episode where I think Molly was down or something, and and I almost said Caleb's going to run forward and chance. I was like, nope. You nope. mean Vax? Uh, Vax. Oh wait, when Molly no, was down, Molly oh. was down in some fight, and and Liam thought oh, like, okay, I'm going to run him forward. Yeah. It was in the first like six or seven episodes, oh. I think. And my 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 learned instinct was like, run in. Nope. I had to like tell myself not to do that because I did it so much. Wow. Um, one thing I love about Caleb not Bo is 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 not coddles Caleb uh-huh. and, and is that mother. Uh-huh. And I think that uh, up top Caleb was like, that's not a good thing. Like I I should not be fed that kind of saturin. It's not it's not accurate. Mm-hmm. But underneath, he he enjoys it because it's a, they have affection for each other, and he likes that affection even though he doesn't talk about that so much. And with Bo, there's not there's no affection, but it's the it's the he feels like he should be called an asshole and a shit, and knows that he needs that, like he deserves it and he needs it because it's real, it's accurate, and it will it will keep him sharpened and on task. So he he likes. Even if it's an unconscious level, what he gets from both of, of those ladies for for different reasons. Wow. Wow. I love yeah, there's, not, there's nothing affectionate about Bo. 
Yeah. But there's reasons for that. Maybe. Maybe, I feel like there are. I mean, you guys think this stuff through very clearly and very, you know, detailed. No, this is mostly bullshit. So I think, yeah, well, yeah, it's a lot of bullshit. There's yeah. a lot of layers. Um, you guys got some pets. Oh God! Let's talk about the pets. Let's talk about the pets. So, uh, thoughts about the pets. This question from artist someday, Sam. Which pet would not like to eat first? The weasel. <laughs> the weasel. The, the weasel seems, tender. yeah, nice and edible size, <laughs> mm-hmm. tender meat, easy to skin, live. An owl. Uh, what are you going to eat? An owl is disgusting. Yeah, your feathers, feathers your mouth. beaks. Yeah. Um, and then the puppy, you know, it just seems difficult. Every time you grab the thing, it would just poof away or whatever. Also, if you wait a little longer, that puppy's going to get bigger, and then that's more meat. Right. Yeah, interesting. How long do you think these guys will survive? <laughs> well, it will be interesting. Liam wonders if the DM will be as vicious with these non-summonable animals oh. as he is with Frumpkin. Like, Frumpkin can't go anywhere where somebody's shooting an arrow at Frumpkin, uh-huh. stepping on uh-huh. Frumpkin, kicking Frumpkin, and Frumpkin can come back. Yeah. Fucking weasel and it cannot come back. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see. It seems like heartbreak on the horizon. The weasel yeah. cannot come back. How many pets were there in the cages? There was tiger babies. There were two yeah. tiger cats. I, I just said all this on Critical Rehab. But Matt didn't make all of the animals correspond to a member of Vox Machina, did he? Like the tigers weren't meant to represent Vex and Vax, and the owl isn't Percy or something weird like okay, that. Where did you? Are you been tiger cubs to represent Vex and Vax? Then I have a problem have, with that. Have you been? Have you, have you been on like the dark web reading stuff about this or what? That seems like some. Con- Conspiracy theory. Well, I don't know. Matt, Matt's a, Matt's a, he, he, he puts metaphors. I feel in. like that's a little too obvious, though. Yeah, you're you right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, all Matt has been thinking about for the two weeks leading up to that game was Burning Man. So I think you're, yeah, yeah. you're reading too much into it. Desert trip. Um, we're almost out of time, but I want to sneak this one in. Liam mm. Frickwit asks Is Caleb at all intrigued by new and faraway cities, or is he only ever searching for the next library? <laughs> new and faraway cities. Intrigued by those at all? Um, yeah, something I was thinking, I don't know if I'm directly answering that question, but I think one thing that was on his mind as they left the Empire, and I know they kind of popped out of it several weeks ago in another episode, but they're leaving, and presumably that's good, right? There's, he's not gonna run into his past there, almost assuredly. So that should be good, it should be like freedom, and I can find libraries there, but it, fe- it feels wrong to him to leave because everything that he wants to deal with is behind him. Mm. Um, he can stomach that easily because he's, because this group is, uh, he, he's both forming sort of like against his better sense his emotional ties, but also there's, there's profit and there's value and there's growth in this group, so it makes sense to travel, but and I almost brought it up. I almost had him talk to Bo about it, but it just feels wrong to turn his back on the Empire and leave it when the Empire is both kind of fucked up and and everything that he wants to address is behind him. Um, he is always constantly thinking about the next library. They've just been really busy and, and trying not to die and yeah. pulling people out of death's door. <clears throat> but yeah, yeah, now that things are calmer and we'll never have another battle again after the Ettons. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's only thinking about the next library. Right. Sure. Yeah. Danger around every corner always. That's 
Well, guys, as much fun as this wasn't, we're out of time. You did a good job tonight, Brian. With what? Uh, well, you didn't, um, hold on, a little, uh, little, just, uh, This is what comes from distracted. Well, that's all the time we have for tonight, folks. Here's a familiarity. Um, stick around for talks mocking, um, after dark. <laughs> That's when it gets dirty. That's when the censored stuff. Yeah, gets just to let off. you guys know, if you do come back for after dark, uh, it might get a little bit dicey. So uh, I'm gonna be hanging brain. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Big dick peanut butter energy. We need a max cam. Peanut so butter. soon. No, he won't allow it, dude. I know, but the the shaking of the head. Just... He's convinced that his ponytail is like Samson's, you know. Hair, where if he sure. loses it, he's like, it, if, if I photograph it, it'll start ah, to wilt. Steal. Okay, got it. Yeah. Got it. Uh, Liam's One Shot airs this Thursday Ooh, night. Fucking werewolves, Song of the Lorelei, Travis Willingham, un, un, uh, Travis yeah. Gone Wild. Travis Gone Wild, yeah. Welcome to the Lorelei, see you soon. <laughs> We're gonna go up and howl at the moon. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to go home. I wanna go home so bad. <laughs> I would like to thank. Liam and Sam for Would joining you know? us tonight. Would you? No. Until then, no. Drink. Here I drink in the light with friends. At home I drink in the dark alone. Just me, Bachelor in Paradise. Let's go. I understand you. Until Thursday, my friends. The one shot. Don't forget to love each other. Don't worry. It's almost werewolf time. We're back. After dark, as if that wasn't already. We're back with questions from the Alfox chat. Room, let's get dark. <laughs> Starting now. I love it. I never get I never get tired of it. Anus whistle. <laughs> and uh, do the cuttlefish voice. Cuttlefish. Cuttlefish is my favorite. You don't like that one, Sam? You don't like cuttlefish? <laughs> oh, I love it so much. Oh boy. This one's great. Uh, S Frontiero. Liam, so we've heard Sam's impression of Caleb. What's your impression of not? Oh, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> cool, 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 I think is my favorite thing you've said the entire run of campaign, too. Oh, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> you sound like Miss Piggy on, on acid. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Vivivirial asks, uh, what are you guys looking forward to the most about going to the coast? Oh, in the game. Are you guys taking a trip to Pismo soon? <laughs> <laughs> the two of you? Boogie boards. <laughs> uh, trip to the coast. I mean, Knott's never been to the coast. I, I don't the think Knott's ever been, been to the, the coast. coast. It's Just, a lot of water, not. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've got, I've, I stole Jester's ring of water walking. That's true. But mm. um, yeah, it's also like, People take off their clothes at the beach. I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't seem great. Sand gets mm, yeah. in the crack. Oh, I don't man. like it. Uh, Caleb's interested in sort of like a death in Venice kind of way. Just uh, that's a deep cut. Um, yeah. What is that from? Uh, it was an, a novel, I think, and then a movie, uh, a, a foreign foreign film, old film. Uh, forget it. Was it was one of the Twilight books. Yep. Uh, Skip those. Like he's never stood on a on a beach. He's only read about it in books. So it's gonna feel like another planet to him, I think. What if he takes off his haggard robes and right. he's just like totally cut underneath? Yeah. He's like a, a Baywatch lifeguard with yeah, a dude. Speedo. He's just fan art. You've seen that fan art already, Danny? Yeah. 
<laughs> you know, when you get really wrapped up in things, you forget to eat sometimes. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Awesome. Mm. Sam, uh, Megster777 asks, what do you think the resurrection DC is for a half-eaten weasel? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty high. I wonder what... Uh, what people would bring to that ritual. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Say a few words about <laughs> unnamed weasel. About Timmy the weasel. Do have names for any of them? I remember when we met There's Mr. Nuggets. <laughs> what, what are the names so far? There's Nugget? Only Nugget. They haven't, named, any, they haven't the named the other two. That's the puppy. Yeah. That's the puppy. And I, love like the, puppy. I love the puppy. That dog is going to die. But <laughs> I love, I yeah, love. always kill the dog. Mm. Uh, speaking of the pets, though, Dervish says, what kind of tricks do you want to teach these pets? Ooh. Blink dogs fetching from the library? Um, sure, or maybe die instead of me. Oh, that's oh. a fun that's a one. That yeah, like. that's a fun one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, the weasel could get into all sorts of crevices. Mm-hmm. Go steal some stuff. Little, uh, little smash and grab. Chief, do we have an animation of a uh, weasel that could pop out of Sam's open crevice down here tonight? Please, please no. Could just be Polly. Oh, it, it moved. Could it just be? <laughs> could it just be Polly Shore's head peeking up over oh the sensor bar? Oh my god! Bar? Yeah. Lisa. Oh. Um, both of you, Disco Vader, were either of you surprised by the fact that Bo, of all people, was the other party member to get a pet? Who doesn't love animals? I mean, monsters, people I, that are monsters. Mm-hmm. You know, Bo puts up a tough facade. That's a bit surprising to me that she yeah, would be all. Yeah, all works for her. But she got she got ooey gooey on all of them. She just melted. Maybe she's got a soft side. Yeah. Maybe she's just a little cutie pie. Yeah. She's got a gooey center. Mm-hmm. She's got a gooey center. Mm-hmm. Whoa, whoa. Ask Keg. Ask Keg. Oh, you beat oh. me to it. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't stop myself from saying uh, it. it was there. Geniuses. Mm. Uh, Liam, Sneaky yeah. Equestrian asks. <laughs> What's more fun so far, rolling fireball dice or sneak attack dice? Well, I rolled two dice too few. I was told more? by the internet. Yeah, it was supposed to be Whoa. 8d6, not 66. I forgot. Um, man, something about running up on your own quietly and, and, and hitting a mind flare in the back of the head with a knife is special. I know, right? It's special. <laughs> yeah. So I think you have your answer. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> Sam. Yes. Um, when this is Geeky Nerd 13, when Bo, Caleb, and Nott were rescuing Jester, Ford, and Yasha, Nott was very clear that all that mattered to her was getting them back. Does not feel safe with the Mighty Nine since they go out of their way to protect her. Is she surprised by this? I wasn't listening to the question because I was getting in this position. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, I'll ask a different one. Then. No, no, no. It doesn't come up on the screen because it's from mm-hmm. Alpha. Say it again, but a bridge. When everyone was kidnapped, uh, it was clear that all that mattered to Not was getting them back. Does she feel safe with the Mighty Nine since they go out of their way to protect her? And is she surprised by this? If uh, she does feel safe. If she does feel safe when the Mighty Nine are around, uh, not because they protect her, but because they protect each other. And, um, and is she surprised by this? No, she's, she's always relied on Caleb for protection, and now I think she's relieved more than 
than surprised, relieved that she doesn't have to put that burden on on Caleb or or, or you know on on each other. Uh, that they have uh, a support group of of people who can help them and keep them out of danger. But uh, I think she's super happy that they're back and and the gang's back together. Yeah. Minus one. Yeah. Hopefully soon that'll be remedied. You mean we'll get him back? No, get Ashley back. Sure. Oh, I, I was I meant Molly. No, he's dead. Oh, okay. No, he is dead as fuck. Yeah. He's not coming back. Ashley will come back at some point. Yeah, I know. I'm just I've been sending a lot of anonymous letters and stuff trying to get the show canceled, but you know. What would what would cancel a show from a letter? I've just been saying there's asbestos on the set, okay, and okay. you know I've been making sure. like a lot of formal complaints like sure, that. You know, sure. the old health code violations. Yeah, man, I've called OSHA, and you know they blocked me, but I was calling them regularly. Guys, uh, for both of you, mm. from <laughs> Pike is a dyke. Oh, <laughs> okay. That means she's a protective barrier against water. It's yep. Fine. I think that's Thanks hopefully lumber. exactly what it meant. It's the lumber franchise. Uh, with the inevitability of meeting Jester's mom, <laughs> <laughs> Liam Las Vegas coming out of your, coming out of your, oh, wow. So fast. Wow, So fast. Goes that's, the a, oh, that's a honey badger that's... If anybody wants to know why Liam Las Vegas turned out the way he did, there's the prequel film right there. Um, uh, with the in- inevitability of meeting Jester's mom, what are your and your character's perceived, preconceived notions? Of Jester's mom? Yeah, what do you think Jester's mom's gonna be like? I mean... Jester's mom has uh, got She's got, definitely got it going on. Uh, I assume that she's worldly, hmm. speaks a few languages, hmm. uh, dresses in all the finest silks, smells nice, uh, and you know, is a she seems like a caring person in all of Jester's descriptions of her. I, I think I'd uh, now probably takes all that at face value and just expects her to be a real sweet, fine, fancy lady. Oh yeah. Huh. Caleb's in the weird position of knowing that he can't give advice to anyone because he's a sack of shit. Uh, but he had a good parents, unfortunately. Oh. And um, and everything that Jester describes does not sound great to him. Yeah. <laughs> does not sound great. But it's not like he can be like, oh, that's really because he's a murderer. Um, my parents that I killed were my parents awesome. That I killed. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly, Danny. As, yeah. as a child of great, of great parents right. that I murdered. So, the, which is why he doesn't say anything. But he's asked questions about her, her upbringing, and it's always because he's a little, just you know, he's fond of her, so he's dismayed by the the stories she tells. But he'll never say anything because he's a fucking lunatic. Yeah. Makes sense. Uh, we got one for Danny from Old Sneaks. Danny, do you need help after tonight's episode? Blink once for no, twice for yes. Oh boy. Oh boy. Uh, it's. That was too many blinks. Too many blinks. Too many blinks. Hey, for both of you, it's. I am very sweet. <laughs> 
one, Kiri. Kiri just got to the set. Welcome to the Mighty Nine. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no. oh god, I just want to go home and watch Bachelor in Paradise. Go just... fuck yourself. <laughs> There's less nudity on that show. Um, hey, for both of you, it's over 9,000. As a married couple, what's your favorite thing about each other, and what is your least favorite thing about each other? Well, my least favorite thing about Sam is how much of a fucking food snob he and his, his wife are. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's unbearable. It's unbearable. I Mostly because I things. want the food. <laughs> I'm like a raccoon looking through the window in your house. Yeah, because we've had some dinners, and then it's like, oh man, this is some of the best ravioli I've ever tasted in my life. Oh no, it's not. If you want good ravioli, fly tonight to <laughs> somewhere in fucking Italy or whatever, oh, yeah, and right. have uh, it's 28 euro per whatever. Well, like Cipriani in, in in Venice has some really good uh, ravioli. ravioli. I knew it. <laughs> the son of a bitch. Um, no, I will say though, some of it can be good. Like for instance, you you let me know after years of me drinking it that Carlo Rossi, I guess, is not one of the more expensive no, no, wines. It's, their, uh, it's not one of their main brands. Yeah, but I thought like not a lot of bottles have a handle on them though. <laughs> this one seems like these guys know what they're doing. Yeah, anyway, food snob. Uh, the thing that I love most about Liam is he's a gentle lover, mm. as we all know, mm. but he has, he's a kind soul. He wants people to be, he wants to help people. It's true. But he can't because he's too busy. <laughs> <laughs> true, true, true. <laughs> That's it. Oh, <laughs> God. Uh, what I like about Sam is that he is the living embodiment of Shakespeare's Fools, which is uh, like like Falstaff or Festy. He is seemingly a buffoon, but if you know him well, if you know him well, you know that there's no end to the depth and soul of yeah, his character. I agree. And, it, and, and he is uh, skating on, on talent and wit. Hmm. He is rollerblading on talent and wit. <clears throat> oh yeah, get in there. Oh, but look at these cameras though. I don't understand how cameras work. Yeah, you do now. <laughs> nice. And Iris out. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all the time we have for tonight, oh. folks. Yeah. Oh, nice. That's it. Good end. Love you guys. Thanks for coming on. Thank you. Thanks what were you going to say? I was going to say, how about that smashing bear galoo shirt. Yeah, there's a few of these left in the store still, if you guys want to grab available? them. There's a couple you of them left, yeah. They turned out so well. And as usual, the softest, I've just wanted to just keep nonstop touching myself tonight. Danny one. thinks it's because I accidentally took ecstasy instead of an Altoid <laughs> before the show. Sure. But I think it has something to do with it. That's Maybe. all I'm saying. Could Maybe. Be a, could be a factor. Contributing factor. Exactly, yeah. thank you, Sam. How cute is the little bow thing in Danny's hair Pretty too? Cute. Is it, what's on it? It's D20s? It's D&D, it's D20s. And Little like dragons. That's Cute. amazing. Cute as a button. Don't forget to watch Critical Recap on Thursdays as well oh. on YouTube and before Critical Role in the Arts. Uh, what, what's the show we're premiering tomorrow? Handbooker Helper? Handbooker Helper oh, tomorrow, heist. 10 a.m. Pacific oh, time on youtube.com slash Critical Role. Lots going on. Lots going on. Lots more going on that we have yet to tell you about, too. Cool. Yeah. But that's it for tonight. Love you guys. Thank you so much. We'll see you Thursday night for, for Liam's One Shot. <clears throat> That's right. We're gonna we're gonna one shot it. 
Um, tell Sam's fluffer that she's fired. God damn it. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Tox Machina on the Critical Role Podcast Network. If you like this episode, please drop a review on iTunes, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Tox Machina airs live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash critical role on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Pacific. We'll see you next time. The South Dakota Stories, Volume 5. South Dakota seemed like the perfect place to unplug. But I ended up connecting to the world around me. A world where each sunset was painted. Where I felt adventures pulse with every step. And where cold water trickling, pine swaying, and grunting bison became my favorite soundtracks. I just wish I didn't have to leave. There's so much South Dakota. So little time.